Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Patty, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to God. We ask that you grow this podcast according to your will, God. We ask that everything we do be done to lift up your name and to edify your name. God, we give you praise and honor and glory. We ask that you help bring salvation and understanding and learning to to people through a common common sense of your of your gospel, God, we ask that you make it understandable, make it easy, and use the words that you would see fit, God. And we honor you and praise you in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back, family. You've reached the Ready to Preach podcast. We're excited to have you on tonight. We're excited that you stopped by and listened to us. Um, uh, it probably gets boring after a couple times, but I don't think so. We have, hey, if nothing else, Why we have a good time. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> look, our goal on this podcast is not to tell people that they should get bored after. No, is we're to have fun. Yes, spread the gospel and love each other while we're doing it, and it's working. Yeah, yes. I would say. What do we have? Ninety something listeners, That's right around good. there. Yeah, it's better than zero something. Exactly, <laughs> zero something. No, we're gonna start this off in ready to preach fashion. We're gonna go around the table and see how everyone's doing this week. Mark, you're up. Man, <laughs> we're not rotating anymore. Okay, that's all right. I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Um, obviously, we're coming off a holiday weekend for everybody. Um, besides the obvious of having Christmas with family and yeah, things like that, we got the opportunity to go and fellowship at a couple churches, Yeah, which we'd like to do anyway. Yeah. Um, we got to go and fellowship... In the dog patch in Dwajak with a Pastor Blackamore. What was your favorite experience about that? Favorite experience about that? You have to come back to me. I got to think about that one for a second. It's, Put some thought to it. That was a that was a, what do you mean? What? Put some thought <laughs> to That's it. That's an right? unprepared question. That's like now it's like gay was a question. Yeah, pop, pop quiz. quiz. I don't do, do I don't do so good in the pop quizzes. Give me time to study. I'll ace it. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we had evening at uh, Pastor Jack's, which was really, really fun as well. Yeah. Hadn't hadn't got to go to a candlelight service before. Yeah. I was surprised it was actual candles. I thought they'd be fake candles so we didn't burn the place down. Yeah. No, they were, they was real. We trusted you. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, I just happened to look back at one point and... Casey's holding, was it Kensley? And Kensley's yeah. got the candles. Like, oh, this is going to get good. Hey, I was supervising. We're going to have a barbecue back here. <laughs> Christmas good and everything for you? Christmas was good. Christmas was good. Awesome. Time with family was good. It's always good. How about you, Casey? How was your uh, holiday weekend? It was good. I did all the same things you did. Um, then I didn't have to work Monday, but obviously, because it was Christmas. So I just sat at home and did nothing all day. And wow. really didn't want to go to work today. <laughs> um, but I had to. And Gabe stole my car. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I got it back, so all is good. <laughs> to be fair, to be he fair, was given permission, though. He to be fair, Gabe was given permission to take my car to the bank at 9 a.m., not to work at 2 p.m. without saying anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was a good weekend. Did um, you specifically say he couldn't take it to work? I'm just going to come take your car one day and cite the time you let me borrow it six years ago and call it good. 
<laughs> You're gonna have a hard time anyways, with that because I got the only a, key. It was a good week. Um, spent time with family. Did Christmas. Enjoyed fellowship. Other than that, not a whole lot going on here. I have been accused of not being the most sociable person, and I'll live with it. That's fair. Patty, you're up. <laughs> How was your weekend? Your week? Everything? Everything. It's been great. I'm sorry I missed the services, but I watched online. I know it's not the same, but I was hooting and hollering just with you. So okay. <laughs> it was awesome. I was having my own... my own uh, Mini? Yeah, my mini uh, cheerleading squad in my kitchen <laughs> <laughs> preparing for Christmas Eve dinner. And it was great. Pastor did an awesome job. He brought the fire. He brought the house down. Um, it's nice to fellowship with other churches. And I didn't get to see um, the video from the candlelight vigil, but I got to see pictures of it. It looked yeah. very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to a candlelight vigil before. Um, either. Service um, for Christmas Eve or Christmas, you know, for Christmas. And it looks so beautiful. Um, but also... Being with family is a great, great time to be with loved ones because someday they're not going to be there and you're going to just have memories of them. Right. So cherish the ones you have out there Yeah. because one day they won't be with you anymore and you'll just have memories. So make the memories you have now, make them good. Yeah. Make them good, love who's around you and with you, and cherish every moment. <laughs> make it a memory. Make yeah. it a memory. For the times that you won't be around. Mm-hmm. Or they won't be around. How about you, Bryce? Pretty good. This week's been pretty dang good. We did have good church on Sunday morning. Um, went as expected. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to show up and invite the Holy Spirit with you, bring Him in with you, let Him do what He does, and not have results. It's hard to have that, but we had good results. A lot of people there. Um, Good time. Sunday Sunday night, I didn't get to go to the vigil. I seen the pictures, like Patty's saying, looked awesome. I wasn't expecting, like I said, real candles, but we'll go with it. Had a lots of family time, seen so many people, so many people. Um, and in that, I was sitting there yesterday during time to open presents, and I'm just thinking to myself, now some of my family, family is on my wife's side is secular, as we'll say. Um, doesn't align totally with the thoughts, doesn't disagree with them, but just doesn't have the push, I don't think, to go that way yet. And I was sitting there, and I was like, man, they got so much presence. They take time to spend time with your family, which is, I think is very important. And I think be, coming from a Christian home, I think we should do more to be a family with the family that we have, which is something that you could take from them, I guess. But sitting there looking at it, like, man, these guys are getting pretty worked up over presents and stuff. They're excited about it and happy about it. And I'm like, it doesn't even affect me. I don't enjoy that. I mean, I like getting stuff, don't get me wrong, but the hope I'm looking for and the joy that I have is long term. I don't and the, I, I was the like gift you were after wasn't in a box under the tree. Exactly. And I was like, man, I understand where they're at. Cause I've been there, you know, as a kid, you're excited for it because the presents and everything. And but getting older now, with some of them being the same age as me, they're all excited about this and happy. But I was like, man, that wears off. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, I don't need any of this. I got you guys being around me is great. And then I got a good family, good wife, good church, everything. And joy of salvation is all I need, I think. So 
It's pretty eye-opening, I think. That's the first time I ever really thought about that. I'm just sitting there quietly by myself looking around at everyone, and it's kind of hard to comprehend how they make it through the world, to be honest with you, because it's tough being anything, much less not having joy and hope and peace of salvation in your life. But go ahead. That's really just kind of going through the motions then, which right. we've said that before. It's It's... I would say alive, but not really living. Right. I mean, you're just doing they're, things because you've always done their family traditions, which aren't bad. No. But I think they're actually great. Yeah, they're really good. But it should be... There's no substance to it. Yeah, there, it's... You know, the the batteries die, the plastic car breaks. A lot of the times I look at the stuff, too, that we receive, and it's like, man, in a month, I won't even care about this. Right. That's why I said you got to make the memories that you can with right. the people around you. Right. Because someday they're not going to be there. Like I was cooking and cleaning and I said, I have to cook and clean. And that's all I did was cook and clean. Right. But at the same time, even though I had to cook and clean, I was I was glad that I had food to make. Absolutely. And I was glad that I had a house to, to, to open up to the family to have them come over. And I was glad that we had our family together, you know. I miss some family that that weren't able to be with us. Like I said, we haven't had our our my side of the family yet, and when we do, I'm gonna miss the ones that are gone that are right. with us. The treasure, the, the treasures aren't under the tree. It's Patty. not under the tree. That's right. It's it's the ones that are in your heart. It's the yes. one that gave his life for us. He's Absolutely. the best gift ever that we could receive, and that's what it's about. And one thing he's gonna get a chance to learn firsthand here for long. Is a lot of times the kids don't care so much about what's in the box. Most of them, especially up to a certain age, they're playing with the box. Right. The toy you the toy you yeah. searched and stood in line and went for is sitting in the corner because they were like, oh, I got a cool shaped box. I can do this. And you know that's what my granddaughter did. She she sat inside the box right. and played with the right. box. And my son in law said we should have just gave her a box. Yeah. <laughs> well, up until a certain but, age, you pretty much can just go down to like the post office. Yep. Here's your present. Wrap it so they're still gonna open it, but then they can just play with the box. Mm-hmm. It's true. I I just that just sparked thought in my mind. It's like, man, we're neglecting. Mm-hmm. There's thirty people, and here. it's also what you teach them too. Absolutely, because even speaking of my granddaughter, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm being biased as well. But we we made um, gag gifts for everybody as well as real gifts. Yeah. And one gag gift my daughter gave her was a can of green beans. And this girl opened up a can of green beans, unwrapped the present. She was like, it's peppers. It's peppers. She was so excited for the can of peppers or green. She thought it was peppers, but we said, no, it's green beans. She goes, oh, I got green beans. I can eat green beans. She was so excited about the food that she could have. Right. She didn't cry because it wasn't a doll or or a toy or something. But just the, the childlike expression on her face that we should all have absolutely not the selfish i didn't get what i want i didn't get what i want look or take it back that's not what i wanted selfishness that this world has yeah that you see the lines the next day where they're taking things back because they didn't want that they didn't want that color they didn't want that gift you know we're not teaching the right thing. The right thing. We could learn a lot from that little girl. Not being biased either, but we love that girl around here. Yeah. <laughs> she literally will walk the altar with her hand out praying for people. 
And it makes you feel like an idiot because you're still sitting in your seat. You're like, and she's three. Yeah. Moving in the spirit, moving in faith that God will do it. There's no doubt in my mind she doesn't believe that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh, she's just a kid. She doesn't know. She knows what she she's knows. doing. She knows. Because most of the time she'll be actually praying. I'm like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. But It's a childlike faith that we're supposed to have. That's what the Bible says. Right. Unless you become like these little ones, you know why isn't there in the kingdom of God? She, uh, She's inspirational. I'll say that. Just keep it up, Sonny. Yeah. No, I uh, I enjoyed myself, had a good time yesterday, and then today I didn't do much of anything, but my wife had the day off, so I was like, I'm just going to hang out with her. We went grocery yes. shopping and ate dinner together, and what a great experience. I Sometimes sometimes I neglect that just because you're mm-hmm. like, we're always together, but then you're not really together, even exactly. though you're together. Yep. You're not involved with each other, and you're just there being roommates, basically, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get to that point. Try to stay aware of that, actually. But no, it's good. Then I was like, then I we wanted, my dad asked me to come over because we normally go over there, but he's like, come over and see me. And I was like, okay. And then Maya wanted to go to her parents. So I was like, well, let's just drive separate. And I wanted to have an argument with, about it because I didn't want to drive all the way there because it's halfway here, then turn back around and drop her off at home and then go back. But then I was sitting there on my phone right before we were leaving, and it was a post that came up on Facebook. It says, love knows no distance. And I was like, get in the car with me. I'll take you. Seriously, that's a true story. I was sitting there, it said, love knows no distance. And I said, man, I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be because you just didn't want two opportunities to hit a deer. No, I didn't want. No, (laughs) I did hit a deer Christmas morning. Smash your car. Anyhow, but I didn't. I didn't want to take her because I had to halfway there, and I yeah. was wasteful and this, and I could have thought of fifty excuses, and then that popped up. I was like, "It's hard to argue that one." <laughs> Anyhow, back to Mark. Mark, I, no, no, I'm gonna ask you first. Well, you've had all the time of us talking. So, what was your favorite thing from my favorite thing? From my morning. favorite thing is worshiping with different people that we don't really get to. Yeah, and getting not the expression off of them, but kind of building off of what they do, and it's like kind of seeing basically what other people do to incorporate what I do, and be like, okay, I do this, this, and this, but this is new that what they do, and it seems to work. Let's try it. Not something obviously unbiblical or not, you know what I yeah, mean? Crazy, exactly. but it's like, oh, they shout and dance and stuff. I was like, well, what's wrong work. with that? Yeah. I like that. Um, I obviously love playing music. We did we did that. Um, and then just having camaraderie of different groups of people that you don't normally see that you love. And you're like, okay, I don't get to see you, but I know you and I love you. And it's always cherishing, to, or it's always a memorable time to see them uh, and talk to it them. It is, it is, really it is. I would say for me, probably... The fa- my favorite thing is kind of along the lines of that. It's like there's so much stuff going on that tries to divide everybody. Right. To see people that don't hang around each other that maybe maybe we knew seven people there out of everybody else besides our own church members. Right. We wouldn't necessarily hang out outside of it. People that go to a different church, have a different way they view things sometimes, able to Get along and enjoy everything together. Right. 
doesn't matter. Oh, well, we go to church in this town. You go to church in this town. Okay, we do this. We do that. It doesn't matter. Right. And it's just everybody's. It was. If you went there, or watched it, and you didn't know that that was a couple different churches together, you wouldn't have known it wasn't a couple different churches together. You'd have thought it was people that go to church there every week with the same group of people. Mm -hmm. I would say that's a pretty high accomplishment. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what heaven's going to be like. Exactly. We was getting practice on Sunday. Yep. There's only one heaven. You're either going to go or you're not. Yep. We don't want that not side either. Right. (laughs) There's one salvation, there's one Lord, there's one Father, one there's Holy no Ghost, corners. one right. Spirit, one baptism. Yep. That's, And it seems to be that way with every church we fellowship with. Yeah. yeah. There's no like animosity there. It's right. just and not who at, can do better, what can do better, but we love Jesus and let's praise Him. And look, even at the revivals, we get seven or eight different churches that come in. Yeah. And if someone outside came in, they'd never know that they were, unless they listen to when they point out who each one is to give recognition for them being there. You wouldn't know. You'd never know. Casey, your thoughts. What was your favorite part? Highlight reel. I'm with you guys, just getting to see people that we don't get to see a whole lot. Yeah. Getting to spend time together in fellowship. Right. Um, the preaching was pretty good, if you ask me. I would say. Yeah. It was an overall just a good day. I don't think you can really pick out the best part of a fully good service. Service, yeah. There's not one part that I enjoyed more than any of the rest of it. And it I was feel just like, all great. I feel like, too, um, if you leave a part out of it, it doesn't make it right. You know what I mean? It yeah. takes all of those parts to have a fully good time. And it's like, well, I can't just pinpoint one, but you also can't pinpoint one bad point either right like it'd be one thing if there's just one really great time and the rest of it was kind of eh. subpar but but it's always yeah i'd feel bad if i picked a favorite it's like if you have kids doesn't work does it yeah plus i think you guys all went expecting something and you got Mm -hmm. something out of it Mm -hmm. that's the key point it's hard to show up with expectation and not get what you're looking for Mm -hmm. with the holy spirit truthfully so I guess what we're asking is not favorite thing, but probably maybe biggest takeaway be a, probably a more fair way to say it. I like the sermon too. Yeah, yeah. tending sheep, university sheep, shepherds don't have sheep. Sheep have sheep, and we got to learn as a church to be more outgoing towards people who are in the world, more trying to bring them in, corral them. Not corralling, that's a bad term. <laughs> that's exactly what we were talking about, too. Yeah. He said, also, oh, no. if it, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to segue into something, and I just, I just, if you, it says, if you're an offense, you're not yeah, at that's a church. That's where I'm going. Yeah. It's like if there's a fence, if, there, if you have a fence around the flock, you don't have a pastor. You're not a shepherd. I'll yeah. say no guide, shepherd. not corral. Right. That's what you meant yeah. to say. We're trying to help. We're trying to lead people. Lead. There, there you, you go. go. Follow funny. me as I follow Christ. <laughs> we'll get there. Hey, bear with us, guys. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> we will get there. I'm not. We perfect. may circle around a couple times, but we'll come back. We'll get there. <laughs> no, it was good. You guys got any important things on your mind? Like any pivotal thoughts that you've had? So, like, I didn't really think about that that way, but here's what I'm thinking, and this is why. I saw a Pinterest post the other day that I was looking at my phone when we were down here talking earlier, and it was still up because I never closed out of the app. Notorious for that. My phone's always dead. <laughs> um, you get it from your aunt. <laughs> mm, I don't know I'd go that far. 
But um, it said, write your troubles in the sand, but carve your blessings in stone. And that made me think a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. Any thoughts? What does that mean to you? I get to go last. I brought it up. Oh. <laughs> what does it mean first? to you? It means that the the trouble are temporary, but your blessings are Permanent. just solid. Yeah. yeah. What that made me think of is two things. One, when you talk about being in the sand, when the woman caught in adultery was brought before Jesus, he was writing things in the sand. He stole mine. And then it got to get erased. And it wasn't the sand. He didn't write in the, the dirt. sand. He actually dirt wrote sand. on cement. Pavement. And, and <laughs> then you have the opposite. You go back into Exodus and you have where the laws are written on stone. Yeah. Right. And they didn't go away just because... Moses got mad and broke him. Guess so. That's the thing. God wrote him the first time, but Moses made the little boo boo. He had to write him the second time. Yeah, and he still had to write the same things down. Right. All right, Patty, your turn. Since I still have yours, probably. No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's having a sand moment right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're her trouble. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be. That's just that's what popped in my head. So that's just confirmation, Patty. Yeah, that's confirmation. Yeah. I thought about the the build your house on the sand or build your house on, on the sinking sand or build your house on the, the stone. Yeah. That makes me think about that. And when the storms of life come, they're either going to wash it away or it's going to laugh at them. It made me think about, like, the permanency of God and his goodness in our lives, mm-hmm. you know. We've all been to the beach, or Strong if you foundation. haven't, I'm sure you have a decent, decent idea of how sand works. Things that are temporary, like your troubles that you just write down, anything can come in, wash it away. But you're not going to carve something in stone and it just go away real easy. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, you look at even when like couples, when they write their initials and in the hearts and stuff, they carve it in a tree or they... If they're going to use something that can go away, they put it up somewhere high where can't get to you it. can't get to it to clean it off very easily. So it's going to stick around. People are going to see it for a while. Yeah. Also made me think of, I don't know what verse it is, but trouble may last for the night or sorrows may last for the night, but joy, joy comes in the, in the morning. morning. I can find it for us. We got to put that in there. Yeah. The temporal attributes of trouble or sorrow. There's nothing permanent in this life except for Jesus God. Christ. And the things that he intends for you. Yeah. There's nothing Amen. that can take it away either. Yeah. When you carve it in stone, you have to bust it apart to get it out. And even I, then, it's still there. You've just, just broken it to pieces. pieces. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got it. Psalm 30, verse 5. For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. His anger is that the one you were for thinking? a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you do something wrong, his anger is but for a moment. Yeah. That's when he takes all the broken pieces and puts you back together. I heard something to go along with the, the anger part. What? Is you do not live by your mistakes. You're not known by your mistakes. You're known by the mistakes you keep making. They don't. Def- your mistakes don't define you. You're defined by how many mistakes you keep making. The same mistake. Yeah. And then the next part of it was like, you don't define your future off your past. You go for your future with your future. You see what I'm saying? You got to make your future what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. 
And you can't use your past or to continue to be what you do. You got to make your future your future. Well, yeah, you make an active decision every day. Absolutely. Regardless of what's happened to you or what you even chose to do in the past, every day you choose to either continue to live in that or to move forward. Yeah. The beauty of the past is it's over. Yeah. You can't change it. And here's the other thing. Just because you fail, because you made a bad mistake or made the wrong decision, whatever, failure is not final. It's only final if you don't get back up. Right. If you don't try again and try to do it better. The part that got me was the... You're not defined by your mistake. It's the mistake that the same mistake you continue to make. Yeah. Yeah. That proves he didn't learn from the mistake. No. There's another quote. Um, you're doomed. If uh, you don't learn from your past, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. I think if you make a mistake more than two or three times in a pretty regular it's fashion, a habit, not a it's mistake. not a mistake anymore. A you're habit. doing it intentionally. <laughs> yeah. It's a. It's a way of life then. Right. It's not a mistake. Yeah. You're choosing to make it. But you can still choose not to make it. That's the beauty of the future. The beauty of the past is it's over. It's done with. You can't change it. The beauty of the future is you have the ability to change it. Yep. Not totally change it because sometimes things you do have consequence. But you can change the outcome. Your action towards these things. I can't. I didn't stop then, and I couldn't stop then. But I have the choice now to stop. Yeah. So stop. You always have a choice. Yeah. What's been heavy on my mind here lately is thinking that we're almost done with 2023. Yeah. We are. Matter of fact, this is the final episode of 2023 for us. Yeah. For, yeah. Next time you hear us, it'll be 24. Yeah. yeah. Except for these couple minutes right here. Oh, yeah. Well, man, <laughs> after this episode. After this episode, it'll be 2024. That's right. Which is crazy. We started, let's think about this for a second. We had this harebrained, mind you, harebrained idea. It was so harebrained <laughs> that I didn't realize it was actually happening yeah, until they said they ordered everything. Right. No one knew that this was happening one week before it happened. It was just a thought. And then the, it was just a thought. This was... Yeah, uh, this is one of the best things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I think it is, and it. We just decided it was like okay, it's February or something. Let's. Oh, uh, actually, I thought it was February, January, ain't it? January 31st was the first episode. Wow. See, we've almost done this for a whole year now. Wow, we've stuck to it, and I feel like God will work with people who decide to stick to things. You know what I mean? And even yeah. if it doesn't reach a hundred million people, if it reaches one, we're good. Mm-hmm. And I even agree. if it, I think it brings, it brought our relationship so close. I, so I think weird. it was yeah. necessary for nothing else other than that. At the end of the day, quite weird actually that we're tight like we are now, but it's just yeah. happened. It's it's the way it was supposed to be for such a time as this. Yeah. Absolutely. There we go. And then dropping about the, it. dropping the ester bomb in there. We, this is episode number 42, right? 41. 41. We've done a ton of these. And it's been pretty wild as we go. Been yeah. Pretty successful, I think. People love listening to it. People are asking when we don't do one, what's going on, you know? But we're heading into this new year, and Casey had some thoughts here off air talking about the new year and how people make resolutions and people want to join it with people they love and they decide that they want to start over, you know, this is a new chance. And I'll let you expand on that a little case if you want. Thanks so much, Bryce. (laughs) He pretty much said it. You know, we were talking about how we were fellowshipping with 
Pastor Blackamore or Tony um, Sunday and then Pastor Jack and how this upcoming week we're going to have service in Eau Claire, but then we're going to be over with Pastor Stevens for his, um, or I guess our joint New Year's Eve service at eight o'clock after we have a fellowship over in Bangor, not where we're usually saying Bangor, but um, New Beginnings. New Beginnings. Yes. Thank you. I was trying to say Daily Harvest, but I knew that wasn't it. No, um, that, that was Saturday night. Oh, or Sunday night. Thank sorry. you. Thank you. Yes. So thinking about how we're not really doing the typical New Year's thing for what normal people would expect going to a party, spending time with, we're still spending time with people that we love and we cherish, but not in the sense that I think the world would. I think we're spending it way better than the I world. Think, yeah. I think what's, what's really cool is we're preparing ourselves. I, I keep saying this, but we're preparing ourselves for heaven. Yeah. That's because, what it is. Because what, what mm-hmm. seems to be odd for the world is we're supposed to be peculiar people. All right. Mm-hmm. And we are in such a sense that we're fellowshipping so much with different churches that it's not it's not cool for some people right? in some churches because Most they're like, churches. what are you doing fellowshipping with so many different people? Trying to have friends? so many different churches. Like they don't, they can't fathom the idea of that. Right. But what they're not seeing is the big picture here. Right. And the big picture is someday we're all going to be together in one place. Right. Right. And we have to learn how to do that now. Right. Right. So that's why we've been, us four, in this room for a whole year. Right. Getting together for what's going to happen soon. Yeah. So I see us fellowshipping with these other churches for what's going to happen soon. Yeah. Like, I just had a, a big vision. Oh, you have to prepare for things. Yes. And it just went poof in my and brain. And I just, I can't even, it's so exciting. My thought is, is sometimes we don't see exactly what's going on in the whole time as God is preparing us for something that, you know, we don't see the future like he sees the future. And it's no. like, you're going to need this. So let me start working back here mm-hmm. and whatever year that, that we started fellowshipping with all these other people. And now yes. it's getting in, we're tight and we're tight knit and woven in together. And it's like, there's probably coming a time where we're going to need these people and we're going to need this fellowship. We're going to need the relationship. And it might wait even till we're all in heaven. We're together. But Jesus clearly said, and they will know you're my disciples for the love you have one to another. And he didn't just mean inside your church. Yes. Nope. He meant for your fellow Christian. Yes. That is inside your church, on the street. Even, I don't think it even totally goes from Christian to Christian. Right. I think they'll know that you're a disciple of Christ by how you treat people in general. In general. Yeah, people in yeah. general. Yes, in general. The love you have one, one to one another. another. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. specify who it is. Right. It's saying that you have fruit as a Christian that you should be portraying out publicly and openly that will make it known to people who you are. Yes. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I was just searching, looking around. I was like, you know, because it is New Year's coming up. Everyone's got all these resolutions, like she was starting to talk about. And it's mostly, I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I want to do that. So so there's got to be some ideas for Christian. Let's go with one that will work. I want to love Jesus more. That will work. Yeah. Gives you good benefits. Yes. But looking at just some of these, it's like they would be... They're all going to be beneficial. There is one that says go to church every week without fail. That will work. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, set aside 15 minutes each day to pray. You should do way more than 15 minutes, but 15 is oh. a good start. Like I was saying, consider that this is like whenever you do your New Year's resolution, you start small. You got to start with what you know you can possibly handle before you. But if they do that, the they're going to do more. Yeah, exactly. You can't just pray yeah. 15 minutes <laughs> if you're praying for real. Yeah. Join a Bible study. Try fasting. Which that I think that has to be, should be up by prayer. I don't think they should be separated by anything else. They work better together. Together, yeah. yeah. Man, fasting is hard. That's why you got to pray. Well, oh, man, it's got results, boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say. Ooh-wee. It's hard to uh, argue with a uh, system that works. You can't. You can't win the argument. You yeah, can argue you can make it. the argument, but you ain't going to win. You're just going to nope. look stupid. Yep. Stupid, dumb, however you want to say it. it it's you'd be like uh like Paul. It's all, it's awful hard to kick against the, the bricks. bricks. Yep. <laughs> and let's talk about one too. Casey mentioned this while we were off air. Some people won't have this thought that they need to keep their house clean for a New Year's resolution. That's a basic New Year's resolution. Yeah. In my mind, instantly goes to the house of your soul. Yep. Your heart and your mind, the house of your spirit. Keep that clean. Keep the temple of God clean. Yeah. And and things that you ingest into your into your body through your eyes and through your ears, not only your mouth, you know. I think that we should do our best the best we can to take care of our body, you know, the best way you can. But with that being said, I think you should do the best you can to keep your eyes from seeing things. Be careful little eyes what you see, be careful little ears what you hear. You know, a lot of the stuff we don't realize has such a grip on you based right. on just hearing it. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, why am I thinking like that? Well, what are you listening to? Right. Why am I looking at things like that? What are you looking at? Yeah. You know? What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you allowing in? Right. It all has effects. A lot of it's negative on you that you don't even really realize. And so I was like, whoa, that's not good. I need to start putting in more than right. the other junk. Kind of do away from the whole mindset. That's just how I've always been. Right. That's a victim mentality, in my yep. opinion. It's like, well, I'm just that way. It's like, nope, you can change that. So That's the easy way out. A lot of people are saying that they want to better themselves. That's their year's resolution is to be the best version of me that I've ever been or whatever it is that people say. But in reality, the only way you're going to achieve that is if you allow God to guide you and lead you right. into being the best version of you that he created you to be being what he said to be right. The best version of you is normally when you're in last place in your mind. Yes. Yeah. And when someone in particular is in first place. <laughs> yeah. It, it's gotta be the right person too. Right. There's only one of them that can take that first place. I seen this, this is a little bit off topic, but I seen this video and they were going along and it says, okay, you have three people in your life. And I want you to rate which position which position they should be in. God, your wife, and your mother. Or your it was either your mother or your kids. And it was like probably kids. Everyone put it's like okay. And the it was like we'll put God down here one or two. Mom's definitely first, wife second. I was like, well, what do you, what's the, the purpose? It's like, well, I can just get a new wife. I can't get a new mom. <laughs> I was like, these people are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> then, then on top of it, they put God last. 
It's like the only way you can be a good man to your wife is if you God's love God first. more than her. Yeah. What was the movie we you were watching? You don't know how to love unless he trains you how to love. Oh, it was Jesus Revolution. It's like when they were talking or getting together, his little come online to her that she kind of threw in his face later on was, um, just so you know, if you ever come between me and Jesus, it's over between us. <laughs> and that was like their little thing between the two of them. Hey, that's a good thing to have, and a lot of people would choose their relationship over it. Right. It's like no, they'll quit church, it's, it's, quit serving the Lord. It's like, ooh. That's dumb. Yeah, it is. That's not how you get good results. <laughs> no. God's got to go first. Absolutely. And let me tell you a little a little hint for 24. If you put him first in 24, 24 is going to be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then using the one I thought was kids, like newsflash to the kids, they already know after God, mom's, mom's in first. the next place. Cause, <laughs> and so think, think about it. You guys are believing. She's staying. Yep. <laughs> I ain't picking you over her. That ain't going to happen. And she cooks. Exactly. <laughs> that ain't going to happen while I'm there. <laughs> All righty. With that, I think we're going to end this podcast out. It's been a good time talking about it. We're excited for 24. Is anybody excited? Oh, Very yes. excited. I'm excited. 24's got some big changes coming. We'll, in, we'll give you the deets later on that. Yeah, we'll get into that next year. The deets. Yeah. 2024. It's going to be fire. Fire, fire, Ooh. fire. Let's push. get it. Let's you the push. You push, push. And then there's pray, fast, and read. Pray, fast, read. Rebuild, restore, and revive. Yep. That's a good one, too. Yeah. With that, we're going to say love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comments section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week.